hello everybody <laughs> welcome to day 16 year 16 or oh yes 16 day 16 of the 30 years in 30 days life broadcast with great grace let me tell you how i enjoy listening to these um uh audios so every day i get to listen again and uh, before i do another one i listen again <laughs> so i increase the speed at which the audio will speak it makes me laugh <laughs> the fact that the words are coming up so fast so fast so fast gets me laughing like ah, ah, now what? oh god <laughs> all right so we are making progress how are you doing at your end how is your weekend going mine has been amazingly fantastic god is good god is real god is powerful i want you to know that when the scripture, the Bible tells us that his strength is made known in our weakness, it is not a lie, it is true. I must tell you the truth. That is what it is. It is so true. Why am I deliberately taking out time to say one of these th- some of these things before the main uh, session? Is because so that you know this is real life. This is real, real life, you know, happening every day of my life. Even though I'm doing the 30 years and all, I'm just chipping in some of the events that happen daily and all of that. God is his word strength is real you know ah so we had a 12 hour prayer in our church from 7 p.m to 7 a.m and i've been on a retreat myself so like a marathon uh fast kind of so imagine and this prayer chain you're going to stand I, I wish i was just praying i was leading prayer so i won't just be praying i have to be involved i was leading prayers as well ah god so we did the first hour just magnifying and appreciating god and while we did that, at some point on my knees, when I slept off the <laughs> I was tired. But guess what? God came and touched me, literally. Yes. And after he touched me and I turned, I felt strength in my body. Like from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Yes. I felt strength. And for the whole 12 hours, I was on my feet, praying and leading my people to pray so you see that god is real and um, i'm grateful i talked about my parents already i'm grateful for their life it's a testimony i'm grateful that they put us in the right path and you that you're hearing this now you can also put your children in the right path you might not have that kind of a luxury you might not have that kind of a testimony where your parents are concerned mm. But I tell you, you can choose to make a proper decision where your own children and children's children are concerned. Plus, don't forget, I told you, then when they were doing this to us, there was no greater punishment than it. I'm telling you, like, what's that? There was no greater level of wickedness. (laughs) As I will interpret it then, than it, you see. But not anymore. Now I have understanding. Now I've come to realize that it is more than that and that um, God used them for for me you see the truth is this every time God sends a child into this world you know heaven is excited why because another human being is born on the earth to fulfill God's glorious agenda for them you see but the issue here is that if the parents that that child is born into are too carried away with what to eat what to drink etc lose sight of what the child should learn and know at that age of um, 
babyhood stage till they get to that point of accountability you know they will just live their lives daily you know going through the turns and the bends of the hustles and the bustles and at the end of it all that child will just grow up knowing that oh his parents are able to provide for them and all of that and that's all that there is but they won't come to that point so you see um they are not able to help their children harness and access god's point and plans for their lives okay so i have this rechargeable fan i'm hot kind of in a way but i realize that every time i turn it on it gives me this background noise in my recording so i have to endure to ensure that i have a smooth record all right so uh so parents you know uh will end up children will end up having parents who met all their needs uh who just knew god on a surface level but did not know him in depth you see you and i must desire to have a change you and i must desire to come to that point where uh we know for ourselves what is good what is right and we raise our children the same way god was proud of abraham god could boast about abraham knowing fully well god was saying that abraham will teach his children and his children's children to serve and to love the lord will that be said of you now in the end the decision is yours to make do you see you know i must say to you that most of the time i hear people tell me oh grace thank you thank you i'm learning so much about parenting and all of that these beautiful things i teach us here are the things that god himself has been teaching me because i'm just that kind of a child right from when i was so young i like to know why a thing is going left or right you can't just tell me it is left why is it left you can't just tell me it is right why is it right i want to understand it because if i understand it i will be able to know that i'm not being religious about it i'm not okay what i'm doing i'm doing it for this purpose but if i don't understand it then the possibility of abusing it is high that's one the possibility of disregarding it is even very very high so i'm, I'm that kind of a child why did our parents raise us this way i started asking god god why did i even come into this family god why did this happen god why and why and why and in my many ways god gave me answers god started teaching me in fact great grace foundation was actually better on the why question why are homes like this what is going on in families why are parents and or siblings and siblings not in order why is this why is that is why it was better you can call me the why girl oh that was a joke <laughs> but see that's what it is it was based on why you have the holy spirit within you you need to engage him continually and i'm glad god gave me answers to my many whys and that's why i'm able to bring answers to your many whys as well so are you asking yourself why exactly am i here oh this and this and this are my parents just concerned about money i understand most parents don't want their children to go through the same pain they went through you know growing up not having food to eat not having clothes to wear so when they they finished school and all of that they worked hard so that their children who have food to eat and clothes to wear but they were missing something now they didn't have food to eat clothes to wear but they had the love the time of their parents right now they now raise children who will have food to eat clothes to wear but don't have the love and the attention of their parents you see so there are two extremes to these things and god wants you to come to that point of balance where you can of course provide for your children you know 
and ha- make them have the best and also ensure that nobody is teaching them what you are not teaching them and also ensure that what they need to know they know and also ensure that what they need to learn they learn my mom is that person that will not tell you that oh uh, uh as a girl you should not tell that oh you're whatever vc or vagina is not this is that no mommy will tell you what it is this is not for this and this is why it is not so it's not for it or you as a boy i know you know we just have especially in africa here we don't like to call things by their name we just find names to give it you hear people say stuff different kind of words you know to 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 to, to qualify or to classify their private parts and different things you know so even when the children are seriously trying to communicate to their parents that they are being tampered with their parents will not see it from that perspective because they feel that oh she's only joking about it or she's not serious about it but you see i've met a lot of young girls and even boys who were victims of the parental carelessness but me to use that word you can tell me oh grace you don't have children yet you don't understand these things can you just stop saying these things i'm sorry i can't stop saying it do you know why because you're not the one that sent me i'm only obeying the voice of the one who has sent me the one who has called me the one who has ordained me for this assignment do you see carelessness on the part of parents because those girls now or those boys now aside for the mercy of god that brought them back into god they are still fighting these differences in their bodies they do they just have this longing this desire to do wrong to do you know to desire a man or to desire a woman or to masturbate or to watch pornography they just have these desires and they can't help it you know it's a part of them it's like a part of them you remember i think episode 11 of that i was talking about a friend who started taking weed at age four he went mental he returned to school and they kept taking weed he said i don't think i can stop it because i think something would do me it's already a part of them okay let me break this down for you to understand so let's say now you are used to eating meals and that was like what i was trying to share with us yesterday you know you you wake up in the morning you take breakfast and suddenly they say you are going to fast remember i say mommy something is doing me that's what it is you feel that something will do you if you don't eat there that is what it is when they don't find the expression in those things those lusts that they've been brought into so I hear people say, oh, all these pseudophiles, they should be killed. They should be hung. Those pseudophiles you're seeing out there were also victims of the same thing they are doing. See, this thing is a spirit. So you see an elderly man abusing a younger child. You need to go to the background of that elderly man. In Nigeria here, they don't mind killing the guy. In the, in, in, in the West, they will take out time to, to, you know, to do a psychological checkup. Take these guys to a psychiatric and know if they and try to decipher what exactly is going on with them. And I've come to realize most times because I used to be of the opinion that wow, these people are wicked, they should be killed. God started teaching me differently. So what I'm saying to you now, the things that God Himself has taught me. He said, That man you see, that woman you see, was also a victim of the same thing they are doing to the other people, the other little children they are doing it to yes and can i shock you even after you take those little children and you take them for rehab and you pray and, and you and you cancel them and all of that you treat them you only dealt with the physical thing you did not deal with the spiritual because the spirit upon the person that abused them is now rested upon them and they too will now start looking for the young people that they will use as prey when their own time comes that's what it is believe it that's what it is take out time do your research take out time look in deeply and you'll see that these things i'm sharing with you are not just me picking words these are things i sat down for years i'm like god what's going on exactly 
yeah these are things that are like what's going on exactly and that's why today i told us i'm going to share a bit of some of the abuses i went through and all of that yeah and then please go to ship to the slot and just uh, listen up and oh i won't be saying much here because for the purpose of what this is about yeah so i remember then also that i had i, I didn't want it yeah but the my family friend there will always be touching me at night so after all my work and everything and i'm tired and i should sleep he starts to touch me and i didn't know early because i was a deep sleeper don't blame me i'm just coming from my mother and father's house they used to wake me up i didn't have any uh, <laughs> any cause to be afraid growing up as a child funny enough I, I i enjoyed sleeping and missed my brothers and they were always giving me hot slaps on my laps because i didn't know how to sleep so i just fling my legs on both of them and they're like ah, what's wrong with this girl what's wrong with this girl they just give me ta ta and i'm jumping up in the middle of the night crying and my mom is like what are you doing go to your room go to your room why must you be clingy on these boys leave them alone and all of that you see so i imagine so i didn't know how to even sleep one two I, of course i was a bit conscious when i was where i was at. well two was the fact that i did i didn't know how to be conscious of my environment i was a deep sleeper so it took a while before i realized that something was going on it took a while for me to realize that oh someone comes to touch me every day it took a while yeah so these are some of the gray areas why do you even suggest you allow people your children stay with people that you can't monitor yourself even uh, siblings and siblings to separate their rooms boys different girls dif- separate their i was just that child that was clingy but in this day and time it's never advisable of course i had the best of brothers but let's not even give room to the devil to find or expression do you see separate their rooms give them separate spaces be deliberate about it be deliberate about it so that it won't be that under your roof your children are sleeping with themselves I remember a young guy I met on campus in his year one. He's, he was now born, he's now born again and he was telling me how that. He was the one that this virgin, his two sisters, his two cousins, was just passing all the guests anyhow. Like, I was shocked. Like, are you serious? How did that happen? So what are you telling them now? You are born again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Of course, he's born again. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. What is that passing? What is that gone? But how about the girls? about the girls i also remember a lady too that said it was her brother that started having sex with her by the time she joined him on campus was saying that they have to stop what they are doing that he's now born again but she is already having the desire for it so what what is she supposed to do you see they start to look for reasons to find the expression because it's a part of them already just will be screaming mommy something is doing me (laughs) because of food that's what it is to that emotional need do you see so every time that was going on, I didn't like it. So I would always say, stop it. Open my eyes and I just read. I, I won't sleep again. That's what I was always doing. You know, until a lot of drama happened. Please just listen to Ship to the Slaughter. I don't want to go into details because of my time here. It's going to take a lot of time. So a lot of drama happened. So, but when I left the house, there was something I now realized. You know, this has happened for years. So when I left the house, I realized that I started having such desires. Now, nobody was touching me. Now, I was sleeping safe and waking up safe. In my parents, anytime I go back to my parents' house, I sleep well. 
do you see and funny enough because of those times of constant touching me it has made me very sensitive to my environment i am extremely sensitive even in my own house i'm still sensitive to my environment yeah i'm still sensitive to my environment so um the thing the thing is you see so i start having those desires and as a result i made some uh like call it i can't call it okay i made some mistakes because i started looking for what was not lost i started desiring to be touched in a particular way i started desiring to feel a particular way which is that same desire most of those girls i'm sharing with you find themselves in so they end up making a mess of themselves they end up dating people that will sleep with them and all of that. They will end up getting pregnant and aborting again and again. And I, let me shock you. Their parents are not aware till tomorrow. It's sad, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But you see, parenting is very powerful. When parents should be sensitive, they shouldn't take it for a joke. It's not a joking or a laughing matter. It's a serious matter. Please, God has given you these children and you account for them. You see? So sometimes when these ladies come to me, I'm like, Holy Spirit, what would you have me do? And the Lord starts to remind me of how he was able to bring me out of those feelings I was feeling. And then by the help of the Holy Spirit, I start to cancel them in order. See, some things are spiritual. When you're done, that's why you see, for me, canceling is so spiritual. It's more than the certification and all of that. It's so spiritual for me because... Can you cancel out a demon from a person? You cast it out. You see? <laughs> there are some things that you cast out. You cannot... You cast them out. That is the way forward. You can't cancel it out of the person. There are some yokes you have to break. There are some spirits you have to send packing because of their effect on that person. Because of their hold on that person. Don't forget, the devil does not want the person to be glor- the person's future to be glorious. As far as the enemy is concerned, what he desires is that by the time they keep aborting one of those one, one of their days of trying again, he will present their case before God and say, God, you say the soul that sinner shall die. This one now is aborting a child. Anybody that kills shall kill, so they should die. And they will be gone. But I'm telling you that most of these young girls and young boys, this would not have been their story if there was not that factory resetting from their babyhood stage. Do you know, let me say to us again, let me not shake too much tables, but do you know that girls and boys that get to that point where they feel that, oh, I'm a lesbian, I'm gay, that's how I came, that's how I feel. Of course, I will agree that, okay, they felt they were born that way. But you know, in the beginning, it wasn't so. All of those things they are feeling that they have or they desire, was, these are part of the things of the fallen man, the fallen nature. That's why you should not bring children into this world without first praying over their destinies and speaking to God about their lives first. Fuck, see, I, I take some things very serious. You know, when it's time to laugh, we laugh. When it's time to be serious, we'll be serious. This one, I'm serious about it. Content for the destinies of your children before you bring them into this world. Start asking God about them. Let him tell you deep things about and start praying them out. 
You will pray them out to the point that from the time of conception, if, from the husband you are married, to the time of conception, to the time of delivery, to the antenatals and everything you'll be going for, everyone you are going to come in contact with. Carrying any demonic spirit. Forgive me for going spiritual, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Carrying any demonic spirit that is looking for the child and the pregnancy to attach themselves with. You start breaking it from that point. That is what it is. Down to the delivery room, everybody taking on welcoming your child. That eyes, evil eyes will not see your baby. That spirits locking around looking for looking for precious vessels to, to invade and uh, mess them up will not find you. Will not find your child. It is your responsibility. I hope you see that parenting is bigger than just to bring a child into the world and provide for them and to eat and to drink. God is counting on you and I. If you're saying that our world is going bad, if you're saying that we need to see changes, if you're saying that things need to happen, uh, blah, 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 I agree. But let me shock you. Everything God is going to do is going to start from the family. Let me also shock you. The family is like God's last card in this end time agenda. What God is doing is doing it in families. And that's why the devil is so strategic about families. If you're listening to me right now, You must take your family serious. If you're married, take it serious. You might be like, oh, Grace, you're not married. You're the one teaching us. See, forget that one. I can't even feel bad about coaching or mentoring you about marriage or parenting. I can never feel bad. You know, that time has passed. Because I've come to realize that what God has given me to do is bigger than what I think I am and what I have not achieved and whatever is bigger than that. And you know the beautiful part? I see people have results and testimony. That's my joy. It keeps me going. And God says, if I tell you to do it, do it. So you see, it's not the person that I'm sent to that I'm afraid of. It's the one that sent me I'm afraid of. So I'm not afraid to tell you these things because I tell you it matters. Don't bring children into this world that will regret having you as their parents. Don't bring children into this world that will say you were never there for me. God is going to use family in this end time like never before. And I'm sure you can see why the attack on family is so strong. First of all, the devil monitors your life until he makes sure that you follow after your lust. You just marry anyhow. You now enter into the marriage, you start to suffer. Your children come in and they see the whole mess. You are tired and you are suffering. And at some point, your whole life is in danger. If you don't separate, you divorce. You've already first put a crack in the wall. So when parents should sit down and even be thinking about and raising their children, mother and father are not even in, ter- in good terms. They, they, they don't know what's going on. And the children are crying every day. They don't even know what is going on with their parents. Is it the parent that does not have time to even, that, that they are not coordinated, that they don't have peace in their home, that we have time for their children? May God have mercy on us. I feel that some people should not be parents. Please forgive me, but that's what it is. Because the children you brought into the world did not beg you to come. And if God has handed you over to handed them over to you, then God expects you to be responsible for their glorious future. Yes. I see something in my generation. People do transfer parenting. Where did your caregiver become the first prophet over the life of your child? You think because you pay them well and because they look nice and all of that, they are teaching you how should a caregiver replace you as a mother? It is sad. It is sad. Oh God, I can't wait for the book Supernatural Parenting. It's just that uh, it can't be released yet according to God's instruction. So that you will see for yourself that parenting is beyond the natural. It is so spiritual. It is so deep. 
Even Jesus, God was so deliberate about the family he was going to put Jesus in before he sent him. He was so deliberate about it. Because the family Jesus was going to come, he was going to shape his growing up stage. It was going to shape him. Imagine they were always going to the temple during the period of Sabbath. They would go to the temple. And at a 12, he did not join them. He was at the temple listening. Listening. He's been doing signs and wonders at home. It's not the first time. That was why his mother could come and meet me and say, Marriage has, wine has finished at this party, at this wedding party. Please do something about it. And he's like, Mother, what do I have to do with you? My time is not here. The woman went to his, his disciples and said, Do whatever he asks you to do. He has been doing some things in the secret. That was because the atmosphere for him to thrive and become all that God has destined him to be is there. Do you see? If there's something God taught me about parenting with my baby that I dedicated, I think they tend to. God taught me to be deliberate. My baby prays. She prays in the Holy Ghost. She prays in understanding. She has started opening scriptures herself. She will even give you a scripture to, to read out. You'll be surprised. Like, how did she know the scripture? I be, she's just three years old. She was three this month. Have we seen this? So don't give nonsense excuses for yourself. I'm too busy. Make out time. The moment you say you want to be married and you want to have children, you've decided, you've signed up automatically to be responsible for a glorious destiny that God is giving you. And the moment God hands over that destiny to you, it is your responsibility to ensure that the light in that destiny sees the light of day. That's what it is. That's what it is. You must be deliberate. You must speak life. You must correct them in love. You must discipline them. So what do I advise parents? If you know, oh, these are the things, these are our plans. Okay, if we need to work some years before we have our children, work it so that some, one, of your, one of the parties will be available for the children. No point in your life, in your family, should both parties be absent in the life of your children. It is wrong. It is absolutely wrong. You might judge me and condemn me and say whatever you want to say, but I won't stop saying the truth. 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 I see God doing something for me and I'm grateful to him. He's raising me a voice for my generation. Both for teenagers, for youth, for adults, for marriages, for married couples and singles and babies. The day he told me, Grace, I've handed over you the mantle to preserve babies. I'm like, God, she ain't know too much like this. How many things do you want me to do? He said, don't worry, just follow me. Just follow me. Just follow me. And I'm deliberate about it. I'm deliberate about it. The children God gives you indeed should be signs and for wonders. Before my dad passed on, he came and he saw all of us and he was like, wow. He said, there's no greater joy any man should have in life than to know that all your children are rooted in God. This is not they go to church, they do for eh, eh. That they know God, know God. He said, there's no greater testimony than that. Dad left the earth rejoicing that all of his children, not one of them is lost. That should be the joy of every parent. It's not just buying them cars. It's beyond Christmas clothes. It's beyond food and shoes and everything. It's good. But that's not all there is to it. So while you are trying to avoid that the circle of suffering you went through, you don't want your children to pass through it. Don't, don't go to the other extreme. Where you provide everything and lose balance. You don't give them that balance. 
Don't raise rude children. Don't raise children that cannot be corrected. That they just, when you, they mess up. You're not, they mess up. What's that? Please stop it. Stop it. Because as you lay your bed, you will lie on it. When they are all grown up and they start to misbehave, you won't be able to cop them. I see children in my generation insulting their parents. And what does he have to say? That idiot. How will a child call his father and his mother idiots? It's because the child is whole, is not seeing a pain of something the parents did not pay attention to when they were little. So if any of these girls had died at the point of abortions now, their parents will like, hey, be crying that they, they lost. How about that? these children's life when they leave this earth? not having Christ or they die in sin that they are going to hell. How about that? Let me tell you this in closing. This is it. The Bible tells us in the book of John 3, 16, right? That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life, right? Can I say something to you? That whenever God, anybody that comes into this earth, there are two sides of eternal life. Is it that with God or with the devil? Yes, because when you read about the second coming and how that them that will not go with Christ will be sent into the lake of fire with the devil and they will be born forever. What is forever? Do you see? What is forever? And that them that know Christ will reign with him forever. What is forever? Do you see that the soul cannot die? When the Bible says the soul that shall die, of course it will be judged. Yes, but it will be in hell suffering. Forever. So why will you order for these children from heaven? Bring them here and ensure that uh, their salvation is also guaranteed. Why? Why? These are burdens in the heart of God. I must say to you because every time he opens up his heart to me, I'm just submerged. I don't know the best of words to you and I, to use and I'm just there. I'm just wailing and crying, God, what's going on? How should I, what do you want me to do? How do I go about these things? How do I, you know, how? Please let me advise you if you're out there, you're thinking marriage and all of that, take out time and go and learn. Go and learn about parenting. Learn about marriage. Learn about God's design. Very important. Very important. There are sometimes I walk on the street and I see very old people in rags. Either begging on the street and all, and I'm lamenting in my heart. I look forward to having an, an aged home for people like that. That's something God has placed in my heart for a while now. And I was like, God, what's going on? Don't they have children? What was their youthful years like? And all of that. And one day God answered my question. He said, most of them, they just live the same circles. So you are a wayward guy, a wayward girl. Live your life, jaga, 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 jaga. Got a girl pregnant, she had children for you. Jaga, 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 jaga. Eh, you get old. After hustling hard, you get to that, you don't have energy to work again. And the child you gave birth to is in a, is in a society or an environment where there's no future, there's no life, there's nothing, nothing. He too lives his life, jaga, 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 jaga. You know, he too finds a girl, gets her pregnant. and So they live old, having nothing, having nobody. Having nobody. There was a day I was walking on the street because I like to take walks in the morning and I preach on the street. 
I'm actually I think I'm almost done with that book actually mission on foot that's another book God gave me so I was I, I saw a, an elderly man trying to walk and he wasn't walking well I had walked past him I asked him is he okay he said he's fine ha okay so I wanted to pray for him that was my own target to pray for him to get him saved that was my target you know and all so when I left the Holy Spirit I got into my house and they said no go back I now went back. I now saw him close to a woman shop that sells food. I was not like, ah, Daddy, are you fine? He said, yes, he's fine. Then the woman that was just said, ah, Auntie, please help me chase him away from my shop. Ah, he's just here. He's not allowing customers to buy stuff and say, I now asked him, what does he want? He said he wants to eat. I said, well, okay. So I said, okay, he should go in. I now told the woman to serve him. I asked, what would he like to eat? And also they served him and he started eating. And as he started eating, I started preaching God's word to him. And I realized he has a wife and children, but they are all in Lagos and they abandoned him in, in, in Ife. And he can't even take care of himself. You know, so I had to make a transfer to the lady. She had change for me. I bought bread with the change for him. And what, and what I just made sure that I shall, he ate and he had something else to take away with him. But I didn't, make, I didn't allow him live just like that. It is not enough to give people food, free food. It will not save them. It's the knowledge of Christ that will save. It's the blood of Jesus that saves. So please, know what you are sowing as a seed. Know what you are sowing as a seed. Know what you are sowing as a seed. The Bible talks about a good man will leave inheritance for his children's children. How will his children's children have inheritance if he has not taught his children well how to manage resources and finances? I want you to look at my nation, Nigeria, for instance. We know of a lot of politicians and a lot of great men years ago. Have you heard anything about their children after they left? Nothing. Nothing. But that is not the same. With the, that is not the same with the memory of the righteous. Do you see? Because a righteous man, as God enables him, was understand that place of raising. You must understand that you are a caretaker. You don't own the children. You are a caretaker. You don't own the children. God is going to demand from those children from you. They are not your property. If you want to tell me that maybe it was myself and my husband that came together, our boyfriend, whatever, we, we came together, sperm and ovary, and he got pre- Oh, you must not answer this question. How about those that have been married for years and they've been barren? Is it sex they don't know how to have or they don't know how to have it? Do you see? Please and please. Desire wisdom. Don't just be eager. Oh, time is going. I need to get my... Go and learn. Train yourself. Develop yourself. Don't bring children into this world that you make them suffer. And this is not just about money and food. I'm talking about children that they will look back tomorrow and they will be regretting that you gave birth to them. I've met a lot of people that went into different kind of religion saying they didn't care about God. They said, did I tell him to bring me to this world? Did I beg my parents to give birth to me? They kept saying stuff like that until they had a one-on-one encounter with Christ. And now their life is so sweet. If families will get it right, the family is the new cause of the society. It is family that bets the society and it's the society that bets the nation. Yes, that is what it is. If families will get it right, if my own generation will get it right, in family life, in parenting, your life will be sweet. Then the world will desire to be a better place will indeed be a better place. Generations will stem out from us that will wow. 
that will wow the world. That is what it is. That is what it is. I don't know what unlocked this part of me today, but I'm, I hope you've learned something. So while you are there waiting on God for whatever it is you desire from God, please go and learn. While you are there waiting for God, I've been barren, I don't have children. Maybe God is seeing in your heart that you are not ready. He knows, he knows the end from the beginning and he's seeing the end of those children. That it's not going to be good. Sometimes some things don't come to you. God delays the manifestation of some things because of your lack of preparedness. If God has given you children, like arrow in the eyes of a mighty man, they are supposed to be shot into their world gloriously. Not to be shot into the kingdom of darkness. Are we together? Alright, I'm going to stop here. Please, I hope you learned. And you see, if you if you if you're a parent and you know that you've uh, you've gone find this, you've like you've missed a lot of things. There's still a second chance. God is a God of many chances. Go to God and ask Him for wisdom. Consciously start to pray over your children, every one of them. God, I know I've made this mistake. Help me, deliver me, cause my children to see this thing. Teach them yourself, God. Show up for them. Show up for them. Do you know even in parenting, after the first phase of the children's life, there's a phase where you only have to be praying for them. You can't do anything about it. Because at that point, they have to start taking decisions themselves. So at such points, you can only pray for them. So if you feel you are late, you are behind schedule where parenting is concerned, start praying for your children. Ask God for mercy. Look at how where you fall in and retrace your steps. And I pray the Lord himself will help you in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone that has gone through one abuse or the other and have made a total mess of their lives. Ah, as you listen to me this very moment, I pray the mercy of God speak for you in the name of Jesus. Are there things you've lost, your vital organs and whatever it may be, in the name that is above every other name, I decree and declare for you that there is a restoration. The God of mercy will have mercy on you. Mercy will speak for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, Lord, we are grateful. I want to say to that beautiful one, go and see no more. God is willing to help you. God is willing to change you. You are not your you, you are not your experiences. You are not a victim of your circumstances. God is saying to you beyond that, I want to start something new in your life. Ah God, I've gone so deep. I've messed up too much. Do you think you can still make anything meaningful out of my life? I can tell you, yes, he is willing to make something beautiful out of your life because he made something beautiful out of my life. And many other people you see out there, God has made something beautiful out of their life. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. God is going to make something beautiful out of your life. Your life is going to be full of meaning. And God himself will take a total, will, will do an overhaul. And that thing you call a mess right now will become a message that will liberate others in the name of Jesus. You too will become a grace channel in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Thank you all for joining me today. Sorry for the background Islamic prayers. It is well in my location. <laughs> all right today is a blessed saturday for all of us that went to weddings oh yeah oh, yeah alpha how is he going <laughs> okay ensure you go to church tomorrow have a blessed lovely evening i see you tomorrow again by the grace of god thank you for everyone cheering me on for the support for the comments for the encouragement i'm grateful please if i've prayed for you and you want to connect with me uh, my email address is on this platform do well to send me an email to greatgracefoundation just dot tsr 
gm at gmail.com and by the help of the holy spirit we'll revert to you and we'll stay in touch praise god your life will be sweet your life will be meaningful you will rise again those beautiful dreams you have those beautiful dreams you had before your life became a mess god is saying it's going to happen it's going to happen that is your testimony in jesus name amen god bless you